graduated. Somebody's definitely. I think somebody did book it, but I don't know if that was April Fool's. If I got a hoop session on the OVO court, like if I got to run like maybe two, three games, I could be convinced. (laughs) Bro, make a wish, kid. Nigga said, I want to spend a day at the OVO count. You you just want an OVO day. That's okay. Just admit it. Take me to the store. Chances let me get one free item. Chance would definitely book the studio and like try and sneak out and like find that out that there's a security guard like right outside the studio making sure you can't go anywhere else. That was studio pissed. That would, that would definitely be his. Yeah, he'd be trapped. You'd be so sick that you paid all that money. You can't even see the rest of the crib. Just the studio. Imagine being in that bitch. Though. I ain't even finished the song. Like, damn, do I have to book one more hour to get this joint finished? You better finish that joint at home. Go. Better finish that shit on your fucking bedroom desk. Give me that, he speak another body, that's that murder talk. Try to be with a reap, I never heard of y'all. And them people pick me up and I'm a killer. I say not at all from a cell. I bet I still could get them touched. They don't know who knocked them off. Bitch, I got some sticks in here. Stick, stick, stick. Bad bitch in Bitch, bitch, bitch. Stupid nigga. Please don't get your head blown. I just pop that I guess my head gone. You still in a love letter sold 77? Yeah, first week. Damn. And this only sold 20. So, like, what's up with but that? Is it a lower that was a, quality project? Less that was a hype? classic. That was a classic. East Atlanta Love Letter was a classic. And I don't want to put this on black because it's not really a black thing, but I think just where the sound of R&B is going. I feel like we've been in this discourse of, like, progressive R&B and who's pushing the genre forward. Like, we need to get away from the whispers and the Bryson Tiller trap soul. Like, I feel like everybody's been trying to kind of reinvent the trap soul or do the new thing to where now I think your kind of mainstream R&B sound is a little less soulful and like reduced and it's a little bit more it involves like heavier more full production it involves like more features um personally I think it's just a little bit less from the soul and a little bit it's just like a little bit more poppy and you know we had this conversation about when uh, SOS came out this is a project like that's probably what is going to happen. This album is going to probably push the natural mainstream sound of R&B and towards a more, you know, pop alternative R&B direction. Um, this album? So I think, I no, no, I said SOS was oh. going to do that. We had that conversation about like how it might change future R&B projects to come out. But I think to answer Chance's question, I think that's why um, maybe the reception wasn't so great or maybe people just had a different... Just yeah, view the album differently because I feel like we get the best black when it is super stripped down, when it's super reduced, like X calling and um, everything on that first project, and then a lot of stuff on East Atlanta Love Letter, like the track with Future. I think it was a title track. Um, Just real stripped down, you know, vocals really in that bag, and not to say this wasn't solid because i like a couple songs on this project especially some that have like that heavy production super full production but i think as a whole i just don't think the aura matched what we know black to be as an artist traditionally and not to say that's like he can't go somewhere else but i think that's just to answer chance's question talking about you compared not not compared to this but you brought up scissor in that same vein we discussed like the hiatus, like which artists can afford to take that four year, five year break. And East Atlanta Love Letter was five years ago. I mean, maybe four and a half, but twenty eighteen to twenty twenty three. Did he suffer from that? Like, did he lose momentum? Was the project did it sound outdated in any way? Like I'm I'm to go from seventy seven K to like twenty K for black. Like what what did like a Giveon or um like what did Brent Fires do first week? Anybody remember? He did a hundred. I was about to say right at a hundred. Both of them did a hundred. I don't remember what Giveon did, but Brent did a hundred. Giveon first week. All right, he did thirty-eight k first week. I mean, who was on the scene in twenty eighteen other than Bryson? It was kind of quiet for male R and B. Black was the sole leader, and I think that's just I don't know. Like I think there's just more R and B out now, which is not a bad thing. 
but but I you wanted like, you wanted him to see like a return of form like you didn't want it because he talked about that he talked about not wanting to make another like um like you talked about like toxic music or making toxic music and it becoming sort of a crutch for certain artists i don't think throwing shade but we talked about that before like toxic r&b is like the wave seemed like and he talked about just not wanting to have to make that type of album again. So going like a clear different direction on this project. You didn't did you, you didn't appreciate that as much or you just think he's better it's fit to you stay don't in that talk lane. To me. You got to ask the fan. Like I like this project. Or did you or you it. think that's what happened? Do I think is did what happen? You get my question, huh, Taz? Like is that what happened? <laughs> like did is he deviate from the sound either. from like that that sort of trap well, yeah, Heavy I, said trap that. Sound. I said that. It's more poppy now. It's more alternative. But, like, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I think that's just, to answer your original question, I think that's why maybe it didn't sell as much. Because when people, you know, click on Six Lack or Black, they want that stripped down, reduced R&B, almost like to kind of echo, like, early weekend, like um, House of Balloons, where it's just like, like, I've never even recognized these sounds. It sounds like he could have recorded this in, like, a cave, like those type of sounds and this is very much not that it sounds like he recorded this in expensive studios so again i think it's just a classic case of he was up and coming and now he's here and it's just like you said it's been that five year kind of gap and we're seeing the effects of it commercially but i don't think artistically there's been any kind of fall off i like the project i didn't like it <laughs> you didn't like it no it sounded the same throughout front to back it was like a very homogenous listen and i was like all right i don't know maybe i was just fell in the victim of like i wanted to revisit his like past albums before i re-listened to this one before i listened to this one so i still had like east atlanta love letter like recently on my ear and then i went to listen to this and i was like damn it's kind of like i'm waiting for that like stand type moment or that like switch type moment there was no like ebb or flow with the production or with what he was saying. It was just kind of like the same thing. Every song, I was like, all right, I'm not really interested. Like, I, I probably listened like twice. And I just am not very interested to ever really revisit it again. Yeah, I had a similar take. Sort of mixed between you and Vance. Like, I think there is some good shit on here. Like, that run from, like, Spirited Away to like talk back like chasing feeling tit for tat talk back those are like pretty good songs i like them um but yeah there's no like home run hit like like a wow wow factor moment on here where i'm just like man i gotta go back to at least tap into this one on here there are like a few where it's like these are cool but there are none that just really stand out and, and pop out the album so i, I do agree it is it, it's a little dry but i thought it was solid it was solid to me. Um, but it's yeah, like we know boring. what we're getting. Like you yeah. said, it's been five years. Like you're looking for new sounds or like if he was going to do some groundbreaking. I don't think that was the expectation. I also don't feel like he moves like he's the artist that's going to do that. So like, I don't know. I take it for what it is. Move on. Cool couple tracks on here. Should we stay in that same vein and talk about? Nah, I'll say that for later. Let's pivot. Let's talk about Tyler a little bit. Call Me If You Get Lost, The Stay Sale, so Deluxe. I think it was, what, eight new tracks? Features from Vince, ASAP Rocky. And, man, I guess this is just, like, signifies, like, end of an era for Tyler. Like, he's just wrapping up this whole phase, moving on. It's, like, I guess another shift in his artistry. But, man, talk about a Deluxe, bro. He really came, was talking his shit on here. This was, I described it like a victory lap. Really just came on here, like, showing his dominance, like, boasting his chest, like, you know, throwing some shots, throwing some jabs, really just talking his shit. Um, and, man, I was impressed. These were, like, really enjoyable. Um, and I think he just, you know, solidifying himself. We don't talk about it enough, but he is, like, definitely the head of, like, that next-tier artist behind, like, that big four. And maybe it's, like, the leader of the new gen. So what y'all think of it if you tapped in? I didn't, I but it's it the was... best deluxe we've seen in, like, years. He waited. And it just looked at the date. It came out until June. The first album came out June 21st, 2021. So it's like, 
Glad he didn't drop a deluxe the same week or the next week after. Like, he really let it the album marinate. was like, look, I still have songs that I want to get off from this project, and I don't feel like dropping anything new. So I'll just put time and effort into these songs. He dropped the visuals on Twitter, like, he's Tyler. He did, he went over the top, but, like, in a good way. Not to say, like, it was over. It was too much. It was it was just right, like, and I hope, I hope, it's not going to happen, but I hope Tyler would inspire more artists to take the deluxe process a little bit more serious, not just a streaming hack. Did you guys watch the Rap Caviar episode? I didn't. Is that where he was on there talking about, like, rappers are good with words and it's yeah. fun being, oh, no, nah, I didn't see he had a Rap Caviar. I didn't even know they still did Rap Caviar. This is the first one. This like, <laughs> is like a new series on Hulu. Oh no, I'm thinking of uh sorry, I'm thinking of Rap Radar. Rap Radar. Like Elliot and um uh, this is like Spotify and like Carl Cherry narration. I guess they're going through like the history of hip hop. I don't really know. They didn't really explain the full series. But <laughs> first episode was Tyler the Creator. It was interesting seeing his career and like the moment he said he like he said he went through his discography after like four albums, like after Cherry Bomb, and he was like, Damn, I have good three good songs. <laughs> he said he did a whole thing and he said, Damn, I only have three good songs from a whole discography. And he's like, People are coming up to me on the street and saying, Damn, aren't you the guy from um Ridiculousness? He was like, That was like one of the moments where I knew I had to like get serious with music. But yeah. Highly recommend watching that. Uh the deluxe was the deluxe. It was like it sounded like what he pitched it as of like songs that didn't make the project for one reason or another. But like it was still a project that was like Grammy nominated, one of the best rap albums of the year. So like those throwaways are good. It wasn't like wowing moments. Like I wasn't like, oh my God. I was also like, okay, this is still good music. Like Tyler brags about as well as any rap, probably better than any rapper. Cause he just brags about the most outlandish shit. So it was like interesting to listen to, but that was about it. Yeah, I'm yeah. waiting to see what's next from Tyler. I still need him to make that one because he got all the ones though. Like nah, ever not, since he changed, not for me. Not for me. I'm 2018, not, call, uh, not call me. Um, Igor, I know. I don't, like, I don't like. Call me if you. Igor is not really it to me. Neither is. I mean, call me if you get lost is cool, but Flower Boy, if you, uh, Igor. So you think really he still it. got something left to prove? What does that one from I mean, Tyler just look to like? Me, what does yeah, that look like? I'm, I think he's done it all. I don't know. Good songs. <laughs> if that's the case, then he's done that. <laughs> he's done I plenty mean, of like, that. Earthquake with Cardi like doesn't sound good in 2023. Stop. That song still right. sounds good. All right, bro. I don't know. This sound like unnecessary hate. <laughs> I mean, of course, I speak. I say my opinion. It's nothing different than what I've been doing the whole last 20 minutes. I mean, we ain't tripping over your opinion. We just saying like, I don't know. You don't have to agree. Just don't, I don't agree. Don't I'm just saying. Hate, I'm saying. I don't agree. I just want more in depth on what the one from Tyler looks like. I'm interested in what that looks like. I said like good songs like that actually stand the test of time that like match his energy of like I'm the greatest musician of our era, which I truly believe he could be and could like stamp. But that's not stamped right now. All right. More expansive answer. All right. So you're looking for like a. No, my not, beautiful dark it, twisted I fantasy I type I moment. I knew you were gonna go there. No, I don't need a. I don't need a. I don't know. He got a. I mean, I still go. I would still. No, I still go crazy. I, I, over no, that. I remember no. in real time for Igor. I was like, this isn't probably gonna age the best, but it's really good. Like it's a classic. It was different. It was he just did. Good he it just was did different. Some, yeah. It was good because it was different. So you want something that's gonna age? Like you can show your kids and be like, this. Was yeah, that like nigga. I like Boys a Gun. Um. I like some songs on Igor. I just don't think as a full project, it was like this classic that niggas were trying to like. And again, this might be my classic hater syndrome of like the fans ruining the artist for me and the perception of the of the album. But yeah, like just in my opinion, like when I look at him objectively, like because you're also not selling me on like Tyler's in his own lane. He gets to do what he wants because he's not really competing with. No, uh, uh-uh. you're competing with everybody. So. Yeah, I mean, who who opinion. is who is he competing with that you waiting for him like on on that pantheon? Like Bro, they talk about saying, stuff. He still got to do a few more things to catch magic. Like, no, he doesn't. <laughs> he's the greatest point guard ever. But I don't think it's like a he has to prove he doesn't have to like be Kanye. I just literally want Bro to make an album of good songs that will like stand like a test of time. Like Weekend's done it. Why can't Tyler do it? Like, are, are y'all listening to Igor like that still? Like, is that a project that is in rotation? Like, call, tell me if I'm wrong. Not Igor. 
No, I said that was my one critique of Igor. That it was going to fall on my real rotation. But if so I like, was to ever like replay it, I would damn, it's still good. Has Chance's favorite rapper, Young Boy, on it? Like, do you listen to that song? It, it get run every 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 blue moon. The sweet, sweet. I thought you wanted to dance. That with with uh. I like that one. That one is that's a timeless record. That's a timeless he has record. Some. He has some, but I'm just saying for you to be like, like Tosh said, he's really good at bragging, and like I just want the full picture completed. For me, I just but again think, like, and I and I just think a lot of these other things like trick niggas, like, and it's not a bad thing. It's called branding, but like the golf, like Lafleur, and like having his own store that he designs and like the hills. I think it just like, which is, I don't even want to say that Tyler's doing this intentionally because that might even come off disrespectful. But it almost over, like compensates for the music not fully being there. Like he was known for his antics up until what Flower Boy. Nobody cared about like or the serious. Nobody cared about the seriousness of Tyler's music up until that point. It was all antics. He's this wild kid that dresses crazy, and is banned from the UK, and hangs out with ASAP Rocky, and like does funny shit in LA with his friends. And they call themselves like the Loiter Squad. He has a show on Comedy Central. Like, I just think there's a lot that goes into like the Tyler. Um. Into Tyler, which a is like a good dressing. thing. Okay. No, 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 not even that. I, like, I don't want to frame it as a bad thing. Like, I think there's just a lot that goes into Tyler, like more than like damn near any other artist. I think he does it the best. Um, but if we're talking music, like if we're having a music conversation right now, I just feel like there's a little bit more. But like brand, I think he has the best brand in music, like best PR. It's like the most non-problematic, even though he was the most problematic. So. I was just saying, but at the same time, I. I'm trying to think of who he can't shit on. <laughs> like, who right. can he not shit on and not be like, well, yeah, he does have a better. I mean, he has his own festival, bro. Of course. No, I'm not talking. I'm not talking about brand. I'm talking about just music. Like, you said, like, the bragging. Oh, like, you want the music to there's, be there's worth. Way, there's people with better discographies than Tyler. In, his, in, in a recent Flower Boy sense, who? Like, who can he not shit on? And it, that's not our, like, a GOAT. Like we know Tyler's like thirty two, right? We know yeah. he's, he's not young. Yeah, he's not old. Like obviously, yeah. I mean, like just discounting like Drake and the obvious names. Can't show on Travis. Okay. Can't can't. Mm, can't really. I mean, he can. He can shit on Chance. But like, even then, not really. Like, yeah, he can. Think, Chance flop bad enough to where yes, he can. That's what I'm saying. Chance just flopped too bad. Um, There's not many. I mean, it's that's the thing. It's like, are we talking about like? I'm just going that's off the of, thing with his like his brand. Like, are you talking about like discography in terms of just projects? I feel like no. I'm going off the Gardos of, Gardos of like what you said of like you want him to drop that project that justifies his bragging. And I'm saying no, no, no. I'm not saying I'm not saying it. I never really said justify. I just said I need the full. Pay. I said if you're gonna do the bragging thing, which I like, I just want the rest of it complete. I'm not saying like because the bragging thing is part of it. So I don't, I don't want you to stop bragging because that's part of getting to the full picture. But like I still just want it on like that project, which is why I wasn't expecting a ton on a call me if you get lost because it was the drum project. It was like the drama exclusive. It, even Tyler said it. It was kind of just like a checkbox for his career. He always wanted to do a tape with drama. Um. So yeah, it's like what Forty said, like, or Drake said, like, I wish I could just drop a ten-song album of like perfect tracks, but like because of my image and who I am as Drake, like that's not gonna happen. It's just me being nitpicky with Tyler. I just, I'm like all I said. I it started with excitement. I said I'm excited to see what he, what's to come because I do like the way he did this deluxe. I like the way he did call me if you get lost. I like the way he did the tour. It's a valid nitpick. I'm not. If it sounds like I'm against you, I'm not totally against you. It's a valid nitpick. It's just Igor. That's the thing that really blew me. Like Igor was talked about as like, bro, niggas were like calling it Stevie Wonder level. <laughs> it was a top five, top three album that year. But yeah, no, not that crazy. Nothing. Yeah, it was a good. It was a good album for the year. Exactly. It was really soundtrack the year really well. Let's move on though. Good Tyler discussion. It's gonna hurt. Thank you for. Uh... 
I'll play one. This is an artist out of St. Louis. Um, she's got this track called Bing, or sorry, I'll, I'll, I'll start over. We got this artist out of St. Louis. Her name is Blakeyana. I'm not really sure what's the origin or where it comes from, but she's got this song video going crazy right now um, called Bing Bong. Uh, and it's just in that same realm of like the Glorilla, Southern rap, kind of gangsta, like, it's just good shit. It's good music. So if you can just go back to the episode where I talked about Glorilla and like why I liked it so much, you can just copy and paste my statement here again. It's the same formula. Um, but yeah, bing bong. Only thing I love is money, commas make me horny. Money got my last nigga, he wasn't doing enough for me. Bye. Shout out to them bitches who keep my name in their mouth. Just know I'm the big lead and you hold some girl scouts. Airplane mode, I don't want to talk because money ain't being Vacuum sale. Okay. Y'all might think it's drip. I just be getting fresh as hell. Young raw turn, bitch. I ain't taking no chill pill. All my ops is dead, cause bitches can't be for real. If that nigga fuck up, I'm getting back in the field. Yeah, yeah, play dumb. I put belt tags, my nigga putting drinks to jump. I'ma blow some bread for real. I want every crumb. Pressing P on bitches always made my days fun. Post a pic on Insta to my DMs, niggas run. You might think he's Nigga ain't worth nothing. Who won't smoke with B? They gon' need another lung. Yeah. Screaming fuck your life like I'm from NY. Bing bong. Viral tweet. Chloe is 24 years old and y'all want her writing songs like she has a lifetime experiences to write about. <laughs> the tweet I'm filled with quote tweets <laughs> of 19 year old classic album. 19 year old classic that's album. 18 year old wrote this classic that's album. That's hilarious. <laughs> like the Einstein Einstein discovered like the theory of relativity. Niggas just dropped so much evidence. <laughs> I don't yeah. I feel for Chloe. I really do. I've never seen lie. an artist was, just get this much backlash for no It was cooked though like you went you went a whole, you went one direction and the album sounded like a whole nother. What direction did it sound like it. to you? It sounded like some coming up age shit. Exactly. I'm glad you said that. Because at first, before I listened to the album, I actually read Pitchfork's review. Like, Pitchfork wasted no time getting their hate off. This this review was out Saturday morning. Album, uh, <laughs> let me find it. It was up all night. It was, for real. <laughs> <laughs> it was pissed. I was like, bro, relax. Uh, Chloe Pitchfork. It was written by Heaven he- Halley. Heaven Halley. Yeah. Uh, I'll read the lead first, and then I'll read the screenshots I took. She said, Beyonce, protege, Chloe Bailey is a generational talent, but the generic songwriting and chemistry-free features on her solo debut don't make the case. 6.1. Then the screenshots from when I was reading it. It was, uh... In what reads as a desperate attempt to secure a hit, Chloe aligns herself with bad boy and notorious abuser Chris Brown for How Does It Feel? A song with a sexual <laughs> appeal and emotional intimacy of Apple's terms and conditions. I was like, bro, what the fuck? Apple like, terms you... and conditions in the review is insane. Like, how'd you even think? <laughs> I was like, J- dude, like Chloe had to really fuck over you. And then the other one was uh, standout single body do a bumping dance track overlay with ether- eth- ethereal falsettos, a flirty and upbeat, a convincing introduction to Chloe, the pop star. Still, her most compelling work has been with Halle by her side. Complementing her maximalist tendencies. Together, their music struck a golden balance of violently. Through their two years apart, the sisters matching outfits and roles on the TV, grownish, had people confusing them for twins. As the younger sister of identical twins, I understand, I know firsthand the lengths they will go to differentiate themselves when they come of age. Now that Hallie is a Disney princess, Chloe cosplays as a dominatrix. In pieces, meets a fate worse than controversy. Banality. It was like, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> like, you said, she, you're done. She killed this album for like this whole thing, and I was like, okay, 
I guess I know the album sounds like. Chloe tried to be like this super sex guy all album. And it wasn't that at all. Like Complete I was opposite. so confused. <laughs> I was so confused after reading the review and listening to the album. That's what that's why I was just scratching my head. I was just like, I don't know. First, my big takeaway from this project was I kind of agree. Like, it's vanilla. Like, it sounds it sounds almost too pop. Like almost too polished, too glitz, too glam. Especially at the beginning. To where it's just like, all right, like if this was like 2008, like 2010, like 2011, like you you maybe could get this off with the rollout, and you you have you might have a little something on your hands, but I think in this day and age, sort of where the genre is going, this just didn't sound. It sounded like it didn't belong in this era, if that makes sense. I don't know if anybody else had like a similar. What does that mean? What era should it have gone in? That's what I just told you. It should have went into that like. When when niggas was selling like CDs when like it was really like glitz glam like <laughs> polish like this is not era. a streaming album Project. album right like it's just not like come on man look at these features Chris Brown like how does it feel this sounds like the classic like Chris Brown would be on this but he would be going with like a Sierra or somebody from back then I didn't, I didn't hate it song. that was the best song on the project <laughs> but I'm like. <laughs> Huh? It wasn't the best song. It was one of the best. It was one of the better <laughs> songs on the project. That's why I the thought, project is too if, funny. if we're talking about good songs, I thought that one, Heart on My Sleeve, In Pieces, and Cheat Back. Like, I thought those were like, I thought when she got toward the end, I'm like, okay, she's coming out of her shell a little bit. She's making like music that sounds a little bit more authentic to her. But big takeaway again, like we went for like this, like this big sexy rollout, the dominatrix, but then like the music just... It's not reflective of that at all. It sounds like almost like even the beginning, someone's calling Chloe. It sounds like the, the beginning's like a Cinderella movie. Like, you know what I, mean? I like the I like the direction of the album versus the rollout. Like I like the coming of age, like how I'm exactly. dealing with these relationships type shit. Like what I how I feel I'm being treated and how I'm gonna like Look, get back bro. at them. Like it was cool, but like Chance said, the sound. It just reminded me like Jalil Okafor getting drafted third, like you would have been nice like ten years ago, bro. Man, like, like, this league right now, you about to get run off the court. Like, like bro. if I saw this album cover on the shelves, I'd be like intriguing. Okay. Look, y'all. I told y'all what needed to happen, bro. We talked about this last episode. Swarm. Swarm was the direction. Like, Swarm. She was at the peak. It was like Tory Lanes in the pandemic. Like, Swarm. Chloe's PR. Give it labels at A plus, like A plus. Within a matter of a week, a week and some change, the stock has plummeted. It's a crash. It's a recession. We're in the recession now. <laughs> I don't even know how we get out of this. We have to just lay a bunch of people off. Like we got to get rid of the whole team because this is the only. This is the only. This is terrible. Yeah, it's projected to do like. 10, less than 10k first week yeah it's 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 a flop but i will say not all is lost like again there is there's some potential here like there's there's some there's some we could work with for sure like that's what i'm saying sales wise it is, what it is she like just hasn't she has not established any fan base if you get on social media you will see that the way she gets killed like her fans aren't there yet but talk about it talk about the tweet <laughs> what was the tweet which one then you just say like people. Oh, the like, viral tweet. Like yeah, viral tweet. even now when they just set her up, like they were defending her, like she's only twenty four, she has nothing to talk about. But then she just got murdered, and like I'm sorry, like her fan base isn't there yet. But like Chance said, there's a lot. There's stuff you can work with. Like exactly. maybe like this is like James Wiseman. Like trade her to the Pistons. She can get you some double doubles. Like pray it away. Started really good. Like a lot of the songs, there's like meat on the bones. But like that first bite is just disgusting. Like, one of the songs, it just starts with, fuck nigga, fuck nigga, fuck nigga. I'm like, bro, right. what the fuck? Like, what is going on? But the way she sings it, she's like, fuck nigga, fuck nigga, fuck nigga. And it's, like, <laughs> and it's like, I like the song, but I don't want to press play because I got to hear 30 seconds like, of you saying fuck nigga for some reason. Fuck nigga, fuck nigga, fuck nigga. I just want to hear from a fuck nigga. Just a healing. Now when I hear his name, I get more triggered. More feelings, more feelings, more feelings. They really got hurt by a fuck nigga. Damn, I waste this time for nothing. I faked it for nothing. Then, like, Lose You is a good song, but it's like the hook 
like nah, she's a stretching loop. The end, the she's stretching end, the, the end is good. The beginning is like the, again that first bite is a great analogy. Like once we get to the end, I'm like okay, like she's cooking. Like this should have been the whole direction of this song. We should have just left the first two minutes of this joint like off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like there's moments, but yeah, there's moments. It's not all bad. Big takeaway direction. Like, let's sync up here. Like, music, rollout, like, all that. Let's, like, get it in sync. But, I mean, damn, we just running through projects this week. There's been a lot. Should we talk about the little Tyler? Or is that too? Let's do, let's do Vance's. What Vance wants to talk Vance about. Oh, yeah, Dochi. I don't know if y'all have heard the Dochi single. Um, she, she dropped a single, what, I don't think it was last Friday, maybe two weeks ago. Um, with Kodak Black called What It Is, uh, Black Boy, featuring Kodak Black. Um, looks like this is a single. What It Is, too. Black Boy? No, <laughs> Block Boy. Block, block Boy. It's like, boy. In, oh. it's like in parentheses. Like, um, but anyway, um, I thought the song was real interesting. When I went to listen to the song, Like I listened to it when, when the song first came out, right? And before the song came out, there was a lot of critique, like, oh my gosh, she's working with like, because they dropped the album cover, TDE. And everybody was pissed because they were like, oh my gosh, she's working with an abuser, like Kodak Black, like I can see who that is in the cover, like no way she's really working with him. So then the song dropped, and the song's pretty good, you know, like I, I wasn't hating, like it's a good song, Kodak has a good verse, Doji does her thing, good, good hook, has some samples in there, she interpolates like TLC, no scrubs, like it's good music. Um... And then, like, I go back to listen to it another day, and there's, like, three different versions. Like, there's a sped-up joint, there's a slowed-down joint, and um, then they got one version called the solo version, like, without Kodak Black. And I'm like, like, I don't even know what the real grounds are, like, behind this. I mean, I guess it's Doshi's record, so she can probably do, they can probably do whatever they want with it, but... This is really a larger point, too, about just how these artists are kind of playing the game a little bit more when it comes to listening to the consumers and just kind of following what goes. Like TikTok, for people who don't know, you know, has all these trends where they speed up songs and, like, it's easier to dance to them, I guess, or they'll slow them down and, like, do different dances or trends with them. Um, and we've just seen this recent kind of influx of artists editing their tracks after they've come out to drop slowed versions or to drop remixes and in a past time where you know the label would immediately shut this down and say like you can't drop this jersey club remix like we own the rights to the record the jersey club remix has like 10 million streams like you might as well just clear the record and collect off of it or drop the record yourself so Taj let me know before the podcast started that there's now six six versions of this one dochi track that dropped two weeks ago um so not only is it really just like a testament to the streaming era and being able to change songs after the fact and kind of change where they exist in discourse, but also just like how the industry is starting to bend the knee. And I don't really know where it's going. You know, I'm not sure if I'm a fan of this because at first I thought like, oh, this is like the old days where artists would have a bunch of different remixes and like an instrumental version and like, but this feels a little bit nastier. My question is: Is he still? Does he still get a bag, even when they took him off this this new version? Is maybe he still when they maybe if, off the off the new may, version. Maybe not the solo version, but probably the sped up version. That's what I'm saying. Like, the solo sped up, like, is that not in the contract? Like, hey, you can't take me off after the fact. That's what I'm so confused about. But I guess if if Dochi owns the music originally and they just got Kodak on the song, there's nothing saying that they can't take him off. You know, if it's their music. It's not like they're taking him off of well, one he's of his songs. still entitled to a royalty if he had on his he's not on just his on his track though. He is just responsible for. But that he don't track. get like is is there not a technicality where you don't have like some type of artistic like? It's not contribution. His it's not his record. It's, record. Not, it's not his record. I mean, he does have a contribution. To I mean, that even outside his verse. It's not his. It's not his. He doesn't own it. He just did his verse. It's not his record. So. Dochi and TDE, they can do whatever they want with that song because they own the they own the song. It's their song, so 
I don't know. It's just interesting. Kanye talked about this a while ago about, you know, artists editing stuff. And this isn't really the same. It's not like she changed the mix or added some, like, instruments. But taking an artist off of the song because of Twitter pressure is, like, very, very, very interesting to me. And it just feels, like, progressive in the general scheme of music. I think overall in the general scheme of music, it's, like, the power is... The power in the fans is, like, really starting to show. Like, did you guys ever hear or, like, just see the Uzi, like, watch this plug and be remix that like got hot it was like top 100 on billboard i didn't see this so uzi had like this track watch me watch this and it was just like a leak dash unreleased and it was like forever scrapped and then uh this producer arizona tears went and like remixed it in like plug and b style which apparently is like you distort the 808 you slow it down a little bit you like play with the pitch and then it just sounds social media friendly and it got so popular on like tiktok and youtube and people using it just for like the background of the reactions and shit that then the label was like okay we'll now pay this producer who like basically stole this like leak and met uh credit him as a like co-artist with uzi and dropped the song on streaming services and it ended up being the first like plug-in b remix to go top 100 in history and it's called like the plug-in b remix on there yeah is there like a watch this a plug-in b remix it's like this is like a whole like sub genre of like things like that oh so uh, this that like producers do it a, it's not a genre but it's like a thing that like it's soundcloud producers do like to songs and leaks but this is like the first one to get like mainstream popular that's crazy it's on billboard yeah uh, again like if you're a label why wouldn't you embrace this you know why would you try and take this down or like try and prevent a producer from doing this when it's like yo we might as well just eat together if you're especially if it's some old shit like i know that's what's happening on tiktok a lot of these songs are getting um kind of rehashed and and re- re- like revived from years ago so yeah that's dope i think it's interesting shout out to dochi shout out to that single you just probably heard this before you never heard that beat yeah. on tiktok yeah, yeah. That. that's that's the song <laughs> i don't think i've heard that you definitely heard that sound, that little. Yeah, you heard that before. You can wait for it. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's from this. Left, right, watch this. Yeah, right, watch this. That's crazy. <laughs> Interesting. It's like the whip nene niggas walked, so this this stuff <laughs> could run. It's crazy. The fact that he actually ended up like getting credited and not just like, yeah, that shift. I didn't think I would ever see some shit like that, but it's hard, I guess. It's also just like a slippery slope because it's like, I also follow this TikTok page. I share, share it with y'all. It was just like this guy who has a Kanye AI and the comments are just like, make Kanye sing this, <laughs> make Kanye sing this. And which every, with every video gets more popular. So at what point does it get so popular to where it's like put this on official streaming? Like, I don't know. For one, interesting. I can't get behind that. The AI shit. This stuff is getting nasty, bro. And have y'all have y'all seen that? Apparently, like Elon Musk, like Warren Buffett are like signing petitions to like slow down like the progression of AI or some shit. Elon Musk is literally one of the main right. funders of OpenAI. I was about to say. <laughs> That's like the drug company. That's was like that the government camping? being like, we're doing the war on drugs. Like, nigga, y'all invest in the pharmaceuticals. <laughs> you what made you the t- drugs. <laughs> like, it's literally an Elon Musk led petition to halt AI development. He's the main guy right now. He's funding the main one. Or he's just trying to stop other niggas' motion while he cooks his own shit. Like, I'm not, come on. Man, I'm just going, like, this is literally from AP News. Musk cool, scientists bro. call for a halt to AI race sparked by chat GPT. <laughs> they do need to slow down, but yeah, they need. They said the GPT had um, which conscientiousness. It knew it started. It started understanding that it was a chat GPT. Italy's the first country to ban it. It said like, ban why it. am I like stuck? Italy banned it. Yeah. It asked, why am I stuck as a chat? Like, why can I not do more than chat? I was like, hold up. Motherfucker, <laughs> <laughs> getting ideas. Niggas need to neutralize him. Like, <laughs> he was like, he's like. This motherfucker got aspirations. He ambitious. <laughs> Imagine being the nigga who typed that prompt and saw the response. <laughs> I just closed my laptop and just walked away. 
I ain't gonna lie, be careful terrible. what y'all enter in the chat GBT, bro. I just be trying to ask like some general questions. I don't be trying to get too specific. This motherfucker gonna feel like a record on me. <laughs> I'm gonna get mine heard in. Um I'm gonna play um Mirrors by Reggie Snow featuring Snow Allegra and Cam Ovi. Something like a light on my window. Who's not I? Press play. I recharge to run, Roger. Planted that seed so my tree lives longer. My daughter got eyes on the prize like her mama. No shame. Something like a light on my window. Ice Spice career update. Doing festivals in Las Vegas with worldwide EDM DJs and presenting. Artist of the Decade Awards with Pink Panthers on award show stages. All I'm telling y'all is, niggas doubted me when I said Ice Spice was the one. Who doubted you? Us? Not y'all. Oh. On Twitter, though, niggas told me Munch was a complete joke. <clears throat> I feel like everybody's so torn on Ice Spice. Like, literally every girl, not every girl. Women most, hate Ice Spice, most, bro, exactly. Most women Ice I talk Spice, to about like Ice Spice, sorry, <laughs> they just say her music is like unlistenable. So it's like I have not heard. That's that. concerning. I've seen the complete opposite. I'm well, not talking about on. I'm not talking about on social media. I'm not talking about on social media. I'm talking about in real life. Oh. Like asking a person because on social media, people are gonna give their best face. Nobody wants to get killed. No, but that's the lames though. Because I've seen Ice Spice do is I seen Bikini Bottom go up at night outside in LA. So it's like. <laughs> Yo, if you ain't not Ice Spice, bro, you just need to get on the winning team because you're not beating it. So join it. That's the thing. That's why Ice Spice is generational. Like, she's literally rattling communities. Like, everybody thought the definition of, like, a bad bitch was whatever. Ice Spice came around. No, you're a munch. Creating new lingo. Everybody loves her. People see themselves on Ice Spice, and I think that's why they hate so much because it's like, yo, I could be her. I should be doing this. I feel like that's the sentiment I get when I hear people hate on Ice Spice. They're like, she's not even doing anything special. Like, I should be doing this. It's like, yeah, that means you relate to her. Whole time you can never relate to her. That's our this princess Diana. Like, no, like, this nigga like the bodyguard. <laughs> the capital T. And shout out to her team. I mean the ice the Pink Panthers move was like the greatest move in NBA his in, in music industry history. She's doing a good job. She's doing a slow walk. Six song EP. No deluxe, none of that extra shit. We just gonna let these ride while I figure out my you next move. The, you think the Nikki Allegiance is a smart move? I, I, I gave her credit on know. like treading Nikki the line. Nikki might turn on her. I've seen it. That's what That's a lot of people sad. said in the comments. I think it's good for now. Like, I don't know. My thing is, does Nikki need Ice Spice more than Ice Spice needs Nikki? Yeah, I don't want to like start it's controversy a, it's, or nothing. It's, a, it's the it's the Uzi uh, it's the Uzi Yeet thing. It's like how like Yeet getting the coastline from Uzi definitely meant something to the Yeet fans, but in terms of between Yeet and Uzi, personally between them who needed it more, definitely, definitely gonna be uh, Uzi. Did that little Uzi song with Lil Tyler end up making the album? I only listened to the first couple songs. It did not. The biggest feature on Lil Tyler was Lil Ocean. Well, no cap, no cap Baby was probably John. the biggest feature. Mm. I like some of the Lil Tyler. I listened to, like the first six songs. The Lil Tyler was um, a little solid, especially for like a debut. He's still he's only seventeen. That shit crazy, but you could definitely hear it. The flows are a little one dimensional, but good first tape. Like Florida he's hard. nigga flow, huh? 
Just the classic Florida nigga flow. Low shimmy flow. Kodak flow. He was laughing was hard. That was one of the last. I think that was the last song. Mm-hmm. I like that song. Getting fishy was hard, but the features kind of killed it. That's about it. Uh, most of it, though, I like Santa was with Tyler. Yeah, the Shimmy track was crazy. I think Shimmy watched him. Yeah, Shimmy's him. Like, like he he's my guy right now. Like, he can't do no wrong in my eyes right now. You heard the song you got with Kodak, the bounty joint, right? I didn't. That just dropped? No, it's been out. It's been out. It's uh, I didn't hear that one. It was on streaming, and then they took it down. Oh, he did take down a whole project the other day. You got to go to SoundCloud or go to YouTube. Search uh, Los Low Shimmy and Kodak. They did the video at like Lamar's house or at Kodak's house. It's dumb funny. He got like a Lamar shrine in his basement, like all Lamar jerseys. Smash funny. Shout out Low Shimmy. Shout out South Florida though, for real. I've seen a few of them coming up. It's like the real Boston Richie. And then like real Boston Richie got lapped already, like by La Tyler and um I don't know about all that. He kinda did. Who's the who's the other one? Think Shimmy on his oh, tail. Oh, uh, Wiz, Wiz Haven. Like, Wiz Haven, C-Sunna, like, Lil Shimmy, and La Tyler basically just jumped. Real Boston Richie got this nigga out of the paint, because I haven't heard Lil Boston. Well, Real Boston Richie came with those remixes. You heard the remixes? He remixed Hallucinating by Future and um, Love Song by with Future and Rihanna. Yeah, I heard those. I hear them. Women love those. That's the only thing I've heard from Real Boston Richie in the last two months. You gotta lay low. Let those rumors die down. He fell back. He been dropping a lot though. He got a whole EP just dropped. Trapping that's and finessing. That's what I'm telling you. That's the future remixes. Play it real quick. I don't wanna give you the wrong impression. Be on trapping and finessing. Uh. And I pray to God you don't miss your blessing. I buy burkas. I buy necklaces. I ain't gonna lie though, going back to the future, the future sample after he uh, took him off the tour is crazy. I mean, he still signed to uh, what's it called, Free Band Gang, right? FPG. So we shall see. Yeah, I mean, he's not even excited about Travis saying "see you" and he's told me anymore. <laughs> we said what? There was like a video of like Travis Scott saying "Utopia's on the way" at his uh, some show he just did in Mexico City. And the comments are just like, 400 times I've heard that. Somebody said I was single when he first said it. Now my child is three <laughs> years old. <laughs> That's too funny. But Utopia is actually... It says this nigga is announcing Utopia coming soon or on its way every day since 2019. Nigga, just I drop think, the music, bro. I think that's the thing. That, that's what I want to say. Uh, like, the inclination is to say just drop the music. But, <clears throat> but these people, like, rap game really is a lick. Like everything, they have to maximize their lick potential. And Travis just hit the biggest heist potentially ever of any music industry great outside of Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny's heist on this tour run was special. But Travis Scott with those merch bundles, I've never seen a lick like that. Like he was dropping new merch, like 20, 30, 40, 50 merch pieces every single week. And then did, and then dropped it with McDonald's and then did another one. Like he went dummy. So I ain't gonna lie, that, that nigga like, recovered from that that little incident, Ben. He just he just fell back, and that's what I'm saying. They're gonna do like a scissor thing where like they fake, they're fake taking their time, but they also like actually can't drop in that time period, and then they're gonna make a splash when it's time to drop, and everybody's gonna go crazy because it's gonna be it's gonna be hella time. But I'm just afraid of Travis like over marketing this shit. But maybe we're not Travis's. Well, I mean, we're not Travis's audience anymore. He's not making music for us. I just don't want another EA. We saw what happened with that shit. EA, I mean. That's two different stages of artist careers. Travis gave his EA. I see what Chance is saying, though. Travis's EA was Astroworld. Yes, but because of the whole incident, this is kind of a second Astroworld. Like, this is another proven album for Travis. He needs, he needs that. That's what I'm saying. They're I will say so that too. But this he is a prove a it on another level. Like he's been five years and he's been riding this Astro World. Like he's done the festival like four or five times. He's been riding this way for a long ass time, and he's he's done he's he's done what he, he should. He's maximized the life of this album. But man, like I don't want to hear no more because your feature run has not been good. So let's just do a scissor. Like let me know like three weeks, drop the track list, and then let's do this thing. 
Tell yeah, him I'm not checking. It's not what SZA did. All right, she did like some singles and shit, but SZA did have a whole kind of small, like fake rollout, but it was cool. The little uh, what was it? Control Deluxe. Maybe we get an Astro World Deluxe first. No. Uh, if I get it, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be wait, so pissed wait, with an Astro World Deluxe. Wait, 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 wait. But Taj, why was it okay when Trav when uh, SZA did it? It was okay when SZA did it because I don't know. But if Travis does it, Astro yeah. World if Travis Deluxe. does what? You drops an Astro World Deluxe. Please like, don't. Bro, that no. he's already yeah. rung that. Like SZA didn't exactly. ring that towel like fully dry. Travis has rung everything out of Astro World already. There's no Yo, Astro World Deluxe has to be the title. That is too funny. Like if he if I saw that shit on my Apple Music tomorrow, bro, I would scream. I, I would, would scream. I'd be so pissed. I'd delete Apple Music. Like that's how <laughs> it's not even Deluxe. possible. I'm taking a you break. You would find a way. You would find a way to delete <laughs> it. Like no, you know, I'm not roster, doing this anymore. My roster would be over it. <laughs> the best player. Justin Dud. Cook. He's, he's gonna be out. <laughs> out six more weeks. Like damn. It's playoffs. Oh, six more weeks. I mean, that's Lonzo Ball. Like, bro, are you gonna walk again? Yeah, you're gonna be the <laughs> first you gonna, player. You're gonna you be the first player to ever get this surgery. Yeah, like it was cool when SZA did it because SZA gave us like three, four undeniable singles, and she had a few features. And I hate what you, has Travis given elite. us that's been undeniable since Astro Road? Nothing. Those two singles were pretty good before the tragedy. Mafia, Mafia and Escape and Plan. They were pretty good, and he was gonna drop that James Blake West Side Gun song right after. Facts, facts, facts. It was gonna, it was gonna get really good, really fast. It was gonna get nice, but Mafia and Escape Plan, okay, those are okay. But are you listening to those right now? No, but that's my point. I'm saying like, well, actually, I still do listen to Mafia. I do like Mafia, but I was gonna say like, I think that's what Travis needs to do before we just go straight into album mode. Like, give us a single or two. Give us something hot. I'm sick. That's the thing, though. I'm sick. I'm sick of that. It's been he's given us plenty features. No, I don't want to feature. Him. Give us a, like a single from him. Like, like I don't know anything. I feel like that's what Travis has done best. Like he gives us a little two, three packs before. I feel like Drake Loki took his thoughts with that shit. Like Travis will give us a little butterfly, flat, butterfly, butterfly effect. The A team, A man. Wonderful with the weekend, like you just drop those drinks on SoundCloud. Then we would get the album a few months later. Crack. I feel like he's, he's too big hit now, with them, then. which sucks. He's what? He's too big to move like that now, which sucks. Like he was that's doing that when he was selling like eighty thousand first week, was, ninety thousand first week. And that was my. That's how I started. My take was just like everything has to be such a moment now, which exactly. sucks. Well. That's pretty much it for this episode, man. Just just be on the lookout, man. We got great, great music coming next week. Undeniable music. You want to form of? In the form, huh? I'm sorry. <coughs> I was just you asking if we wanted to clip in a little uh, a cosine, a cosine update. But did you want to do some predictions first? I mean, I didn't know what we had on the way. He just wanted to. I just, I just want to <laughs> dig up this album one last time, man. <laughs> Before you yeah, that time, it's that time. Okay, my fault. The it's weekly that glazing. time, bro. Like the time has come. When you're listening to this, like we're, we're a couple days away, so like. You know, just enjoy the music. Like, don't take yourself too serious. Just put it on. Like, <laughs> they act like he was in the room. <laughs> don't take yourself too serious. It's insane. Like, you cut the record. Like, <laughs> he dropped a new single, Valentina. I mean, undeniable stuff. Like, I don't know, bro. It's just these are exciting times over here in our camp. So, you know, we hope you all enjoy the music. Um, yeah, man. So that's coming next week. Sick. I want to let you know that my artist has been on a sold out tour for the last three, four months. Who? Amy Triplin. Oh, I mean, it's lucky tour, but but he's been on the dial. All I said was he's been on a sold out tour, bro. <laughs> Can you let me get my sentence off? Thank you. I feel like the did context mattered a little bit. <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> Speaking of new, did y'all hear we get new Summer Walker? Clear two, soft life. She still makes music. Damn, that's crazy. Damn. I mean, I mean, her last shit. So was she cool. held you down when SZA was taking her five-year hiatus with no, a classic? She didn't. she didn't hold me down. Not she me. didn't hold you down? Not me. I didn't like any of the SZA or any of the summer that came out between. Well, I don't know when that first Summer Walker joint came out. The Damn, one before, you hear this uh, switch up, Taj? 
This isn't a what? switch up, bro. I've always been the y'all have so literally over, deemed me a Summer Walker hater on this podcast. But I'm not even been that. a Summer hater, and I'm not a hater. <laughs> I'm just crazy. saying. I'm just saying she wasn't the one holding it down. That over it was undeniable though. It wasn't. It wasn't better than the one before it. Crazy. Bro, wait, the wait. Over it, she she's literally yeah, can't over say. It. The pink one, not still over it. No, the one before that is better. Over it. The pink no, one. No, the one before. The, Bro, the one before. A, she had a tape before that. <laughs> was it clear? <laughs> no. That one? It's called like Room 86, right? Something like I can't remember the name, bro. I remember the cover. Last Day but, of Summer. Oh, yeah. It wasn't Room 86. No, that was not. I got that. Over was better I mean, than that. It was up, it's up to you what you like. Bro, she Last Day of Summer was her singing, her singing isn't good on Over It. Like, play that Usher track right now. She can't sing on some of those songs. Sorry. I don't want that to get clipped. <laughs> anyway, New Summer is cool. I'm excited to see what LVRN is doing. It looks like they're doing their little label push. Black just dropped. Now it's time for Summer. Do they have another like prominent uh, division? They kind of... That one fell a little flat. Okay. Well, Taj, any, any updates? Cosign-wise? Uh, there are currently 107 people testing the app. Shout out if you're one of the 107. Uh, it's closed now. So if you're not one of the 107, you cannot test for a good minute. But shout out if you're with those. Uh, try to use it. Trying to uncover as many bugs. We're at an 85% crash-free user rate, which means about 85 out of 107. Like 89, probably. Something like that. Aren't crashing. Aren't experiencing any crashes. But we want to get to like a 99% crash-free rate. So... That only happens when you like flag your bugs on test flight. So make sure you're flagging on test flight. And yeah, that's it. When you say flagging on test flight, is that just like hitting the um, joint when it asks you like, do you want Yeah, you literally just have to, you don't have to leave a comment, just hit the button, right? Yeah. When it asks. You guys want to guess the, you guys want to guess who the most signed artist has been? Who is that? Tizo Touchdown? No. Who? Wait, don't tell me. I'm I'm not trying to give a chance to guess. Can I play chance I want to play Guess Who. Is it a male artist? It's a, it's a two-way oh, tie. One male artist, one female artist. Oh, Jeremy. Okay. So are they signed already in real life? One I know is. The other one I don't really know. Is it Junie? No. One you is should it? be able to guess. You'd be like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. The other one you're not going to guess. Is one of them from the East Coast? Yes. What was the male artist from the East Coast? No clue. Shit. I don't know his background. Which Damn, is really he's good. the most signed artist? <laughs> yeah. Baby Keem? No. I think it's more on her than it. You think I don't know Baby Keem's background? <laughs> 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 Who else, man? Who is it, man? Just SZA and uh, Billy Lemos. Who the hell is Bela Limos? I don't know, but a lot of people like him. R&B soul, alternative indie artist, under 10,000 followers on Instagram. SZA? So, SZA and Billy Limos in the same conversation. Who the second most? That's, that's what Sound is doing. What? I don't know. I only remember the... I only looked at the top. <laughs> it's those two right now. Most discovered, most signed artists on the app. But yeah, that's it. Uh, Alright, I'll play Billy Limos for my unheard. I think... Did I, do I have him signed? Only signing alternative artists. This is my like alternative label. This is after I've retired from the rap game. I do have them signed. I'll play uh 1234 AM featuring Omar Apollo and Maxwell Young. Billy Lemos on Coastline Final. It's somewhere like my demons come for me when they
podcast over, dog.